A hero is integrity, humanity, and compassion in action. The hero frequency is the thread of those qualities binding us all. I'm Yasmin Joy, an empathic survivor of loss, grief, and more. And every week, I'll be sharing tips and tales that brought me to my mission of identifying and amplifying the hero frequency. Let's tune in and turn it up. Let's talk about superheroes. Who was your favorite superhero when you were younger? For me, it was hands down Wonder Woman. Although I can't say that I had any compelling reasons because I was about four or five years old when Linda Carter came on the scene with her Wonder Woman show. And I actually just liked her outfit, to be honest. <laughs> um... I also thought it was pretty cool that she could stop bullets with her uh, golden um, wrist cuffs. And she did have the golden lasso, which I was less impressed with because it just didn't seem like it was that hard for her to lasso these guys. (laughs) So not so much with the lasso. But I think the main thing was that she seemed like she was a really nice person. And yet she was very strong. And she stopped the bad guys, which was, for me as a young girl, um, pretty cool to see on the screen. I think that was it for me as far as superheroes were concerned. I didn't really have any other major role models or idols until I got uh, older. So I think like when I was um, in my preteens and even actually younger, my father and I used to watch kung fu movies. This is where everybody wants kung fu fighting came into my life. (laughs) Seriously, that was the song that kicked it off. Anyways, on Sundays, there used to be, um, I think like a special time, maybe noon, I think on channel 20, where there were um, a series of kung fu movies. So my dad and I would just look forward to Sundays to kind of just sit down and watch a couple movies together. And then still back in the day when there were arrows and blockbusters, we would start renting all these uh, kung fu movies. And that's when I discovered this actress named Su Shiomi. Her Japanese name was Etsuko Shiomi. She really changed the game for me. Before I saw her movie, the only kung fu movies or martial arts movies I saw were of guys that were the heroes. I remember being really frustrated when I was watching those movies uh, with my dad and saying, why aren't these women doing anything? Why aren't they at least trying? So after all that, I really got into martial arts. um, And of course, I started paying attention to Bruce Lee, as did every other martial arts lover back then. Obviously, he was physically talented, um, but he was also really intelligent and very humane. His philosophies on personal development and life um, just blew me away because he was as intense and uh, capable in those arenas as he was in his physical accomplishments. So I really really admired that aspect of his personality, of his, um, his whole being. Speaking of humanity, that has been a recurring theme throughout my entire life. 
um, for some reason, I kept being drawn to humanity. And then especially after all the things I've been uh, through after my brother's death, I was introduced more and more to um, examples of inhumanity and cruelty and things that I'd never really experienced or even witnessed um, before my brother's death while under the shelter of uh, my protective and loving family. I want to get back to Bruce Lee for just a quick minute. Um, Earlier, I wanted to mention that one of the things that I admired about Bruce Lee was how he stood up to, I guess, the Chinese Kung Fu Federation. And I may have this very inaccurate, so I apologize in advance. But my understanding was that Bruce Lee went against Federation in order to bring Chinese Kung Fu to the West. And the Chinese Federation was against Bruce Lee sharing that or teaching that to anyone outside of China or Chinese people. Now, whether or not that aspect of his story was correct, when I look back and think about the things that matter to me and the people that I admired and tried to reflect on what about them I admired, um, the same theme would show up. And it had to do with people who really cared and honored humanity, um, not just for themselves, but for everybody around the world. You know, and I think this definitely has to do with my father, who was very loving and um, actually tried to teach me about humanity and spoke to me in very philosophical terms. This is a very stereotypical, what you see in the movies, Asian father who was mild-mannered uh, and very just kind of spiritual and calm and peaceful and loving, all of that stuff. Um, that's the kind of father I had growing up. So I know that I got a lot of influences from that, but at the same time, I got my mother's, um, she was more of a fighter and she did care about humanity things also, but she was not as globalized about it as my father was. And then watching all these Kung Fu movies and, you know, seeing good guys win, I think that definitely had, um, uh, an influence on my interests in all of that. But it wasn't until after my brother died that I actually experienced the other side of humanity, the inhumanity within people. And that was really for the first time because I didn't have any of that growing up. I didn't even witness any of that growing up. So being a person who is extremely sensitive and being a person who you know, had all of the right teachings, I would say, um, for what is ideal in the world and what is possible Uh, but not actually having any understanding of the other side of it. Like I was very affected. Just seeing the cruelty in people or even sensing a little bit of cruelty in people just kind of knocked me off my feet. Uh, And over and over it would do that. And the funny thing is when something traumatizing happens to you, if you don't have a lot of support, which our family, I think we did have people that were trying to support us, but because we didn't really understand anything about grief. And again, there was no access to uh, the internet back then. And um, we really didn't understand mental wellness and understand that we needed that so much. 
um, we were left to really deal with my brother's death in ways that were unhealthy. We kind of reacted to the pain and let the pain lead each of us individually um, away from each other. So we all got separated and ended up just being with people that were harmful to each of us, where we didn't have each other to take care of and to kind of um, stay safe, because this is what happens uh, a lot of times when something uh, traumatizing occurs, like a death in a family. And we'd never experienced anything remotely like this. We were so saturated with pain that our mindset and what we're feeling, um, our ability to see the world is just so distorted through the lens of pain that someone who could be really harmful um, would seem like a person that's okay. Uh, So even though I had strong intuition and my intuition said that I should stay away from certain people, my inclination was really to... um, just kind of override that. So I want to get back to our topic of heroes. First, I started with superheroes. Then I found a representative hero. And then I found someone that a lot of people uh, idolized and whose skill I also appreciated, but who became someone I looked up to as an actual hero because of his humanity side. So I see that there's a theme um, in what I consider a hero or someone on the frequency. I don't know if you've watched the TV series, I think it's on Amazon Prime, called The Boys. I think that is one of the most realistic shows depicting how people would actually be if they had superhero powers. In an era where... Pretty much anyone who wants to be famous has a pretty good chance, or at least has a chance that back in the day was nowhere near possible. Even though there is a good side to it, it's also a rich breeding ground for narcissists. One example, back in the day, if some of you can remember, yoga was considered a very sacred spiritual practice. Nowadays, It is a very different thing. It's sexified. um, It's kind of glorified in that way. And it's a perfect wave for narcissists to ride on and uh, claim spirituality or claim whatever else. Now, there are definitely some people who genuinely hold these practices sacred. And it's not um, just another platform to be able to exploit and raise himself up. But there are too many frauds um, as it is. Why does this matter? Well, if you think about the power dynamics in this world, it's upside down. So people who have a strong sense of humanity, people who are on the hero frequency, don't really care about power. They'll do everything legitimately by the book, They'll do everything fair and square and the hard way, whereas there will be people that kind of swoop in and cheat and steal and propel themselves a lot faster, get more social proof, get powerful people by their side. And this is like really every industry. 
And you might say, well, it's just how it is, it's how the world runs, so we have to try to adapt to it and live with it. But what if we don't? What if everyone who is on the hero frequency, this frequency that makes us really sense our connection with each other and therefore our caring with one another, you know, that we think that that's a basic thing and not just something that we apply to just our family or the people that we otherwise love and care about, just our circle. What if we were able to strengthen those who have that frequency so that they're capable of doing more? And what if we were able to change that dialogue in society so that more people connect to that and it becomes the norm rather than what currently is the norm, which is a very self-serving thing? Now, something that's self-serving doesn't necessarily mean that it's only um, speaking of the single person. It could mean their extensions of ego, which will include people that are, again, in their circle. And I see a lot of cruel or conniving people who are just wonderful with their own. And if you think about gangs or groups, organizations, cults even, um, that often is the case. But not only limited to those um, extreme groups of people. So who would choose a cardigan over cape? Well, who's known for his superhero red cardigan? Mr. Rogers. He is definitely on the hero frequency and he puts on a cardigan because that's his signature uniform. People wear uniforms to get to work. He has a job that he wants to do for the people. He's not throwing on a cape that has no use other than flash for himself. A quick aside, flashiness is okay. It's just that heroism is not found in a cape. It is rooted in love and dedication to humanity. It is modeled often incidentally, but sought after deliberately by those tuned in to the hero frequency. So for this week, I'd like you to think about the people that you admire, whether it's people in your life or just in the media or historically, and think about what it is about them that you're drawn to. And there's no wrong answer to this. This is just an exercise in self-awareness and to help you tap into your motivations and values or simply your current needs and inspirations. Having such awareness can help you tap more deeply into the hero frequency and to help you better discern who and what you want to support in the world um, as well as the characteristics within yourself. When you do this, you'll become part of the solution by tuning into and honoring the humanity within yourself, you're going to recognize and raise its value quotient. When that happens, if you aren't tuned in already, you will tap into the hero frequency. From that point on, without any extra effort, you're going to start recognizing, sometimes by simply sensing, those who are on the same frequency the Mr. Rogers versus the decoys like the boys. And that is going to make all the difference in the world, yours and mine. Thanks for tuning in and spending this time with me. If you enjoyed this, please help me on my mission to amplify this frequency by sharing this episode with one person. 
Every day is an opportunity to exercise your integrity, humanity, and compassion, including for yourself. May you go with the company of good, the endurance of love, the beauty of wonder, and the dignity of kindness. Thanks for tuning in to The Hero Frequency.